can turn with me to in the Old Testament, 1 Kings, 17th chapter. And as we turn in there, we're going to deal with the subject matter of faith of a widow. And as you're turning to 1 Kings 17 chapter, we'll be looking at verses 1 through 10. I'll be reading from the New International Version. If you have it, say amen. amen. If you don't have it, say hold on. All right, I still hear some pages turn. They didn't want to say hold on, but I'll wait. And as we're turning there, we're in 1 Kings, we're in the time of King Ahab, and he's the sixth king of Israel. This is now the kingdom has split after the great kings of David and Solomon. We're now getting into some kings that are better known for being wicked kings. And so we're going to pick up with this wicked king happening here from the prophet of Elijah. The word of God says in 1 Kings 17, chapter, starting at verse 1, Now Elijah the Tishbite from Tishbe in Gilead said to Ahab, As the Lord, the God of Israel, lives, whom I serve, there will be neither dew nor rain in the next few years except at my word. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah, Leave here, turn eastward, and hide in the Kareth Ravine, east of the Jordan. You will drink from the brook, and I have directed the ravens to supply you with food there. So he did what the Lord had told him. He went to the Kirith Ravine, east of the Jordan, and stayed there. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning, and bread and meat in the evening, and he drank from the brook. Sometime later, the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. Then the word of the Lord came to him, Go at once to Zarephath, in the region of Sidon, and stay there. I have directed a widow there to supply you with food. Verse 10, so he went to Zarephath. When he came to the town gate, a widow was there gathering sticks. He called to her and asked, would you bring me a little water in a jar so I may have a drink? Amen. Faith of a widow. A widow in the time of the Hebrew is a woman that was desolate, a woman that was poor, a woman that is now pretty much living on what we call social security, that she would survive off what she could gather from the grains or what they would leave in their vineyard. She would gather that because without a husband, without someone, they're constantly working and bringing income into her house. She was left depending on what was left around, around her. God set Israel in such a way that there should be no poor among them. He set the laws in such a way that they will only reap what they needed and leave other stocks standing so that those who were traveling by were able to gather from them and eat from them so that they could sustain their selves. And, and so not just a widow, but a widow represents anybody that might be in a desolate situation who, who may not have everything that they would like to have and just making it day by day. As the saying goes, how some people get paid, and when they get paid, they pay their bills, and they're having their jobs, but they're just overbroke. You, you have just enough to pay the bills, but you have nothing to show for it. You, you're just overbroke. Uh, broke means you don't have enough to pay, but you just have just enough. You're living from check 
to check day by day, looking for anybody and everybody to give you some kind of a handout to sustain yourself. But in this process, I want to highlight how we find this widow, and we don't know her name. We find this widow who's picking up sticks. We find this widow who God has told Eliza that he has commanded her, that he has already told her that she will take care of Eliza. Now, the funny thing to look at in this text here is that Eliza receives word from the Lord twice. Wants to go tell him to see Ahab, this wicked king. This king that in, in 16th chapter says that there was no more king more wicked than him. And, and the reason why, he has some help. Some of y'all might know his help, mate. Jezebel. Jezebel was up to no good. And since that name, Jezebel, it has such a bad connotation to it, it's very rare you might meet a, a young lady named Jezebel. But you might call some girls a Jezebel because of the negative name that's going on to it. And so you see now here Ahab had this wife, Jezebel, who decided to persuade Ahab to make statues to Baal and Asherah, the woman goddess, and they will worship this god of Sidon. And yet God is going to send Elijah to this area of Sidon. Y'all might catch that in a minute. And so in this area, God is showing his judgment. Kings is a book full of God's testament, showing his judgment on these wicked kings. And, and therefore, he has to find someone to speak the truth. Uh, some of you in your lives are going down wrong paths, and you need somebody in your life to speak the truth. And, and Elijah had to come to Ahab and say, since you're not listening to the truth, here's the judgment. How many here want to have some truth before you get judgment? Don't you want to just say, I want to know just a little bit more before I go down that wrong path, before I start doing things and there's no saving me. So God let him know, you're going to worship this bell. Uh, this God is supposed to bring water. Uh, this God is supposed to make sure your crops grow. You know, that God you make sacrifices to. That God, well, I'm going to let you know, thus saith the Lord, the one who controls uh, the heavens and the earth, the one who created the, the heavens and the earth, he's going to let you know that there will be no more rain nor dew. Till I say so. Tell somebody until God says so. Sometimes you can't do anything until God says so. And, and so here Ahab is left here thinking that the God he's been worshiping, these idols that he's been allowed to persuade, this one they've been praying to to bring rain and dew comes. And God says, well, you know what? I'll let you know that there won't be any rain or dew. And, and look at this too, the dew situation, that if it did not rain, the dew would fill up the the, the, the plantation and leave water there to refresh it and give it the nutrient. He's saying no rain nor dew is going to come. And in this process, God is showing his judgment on them. God said, I will be the dew of Israel. I will bring refreshment. But he said, I'm going to withhold dew. I'm going to withhold rain. Your crops are going to fail. What is trying to point out that when we go far away from God, we're allowing God to say, then I have right to show you my judgment in your life. All the times you were enjoying some things that you took for granted, watch how they start drying up. Judgment from God is real. That's what's happening here. But I want to spend a little bit of time dealing with this widow. In this text, we see that God spoke to Ahab uh, through Elijah. Elijah comes to Ahab and tells the judgment. And look what Ahab does, has caused. 
Not only is the king being judged, but the people are being judged. What's that saying here is that how many times when, when we act up, you don't just hurt yourself. You hurt others that are with you. Am I talking to somebody? Talk to me, if you will. That when you commit a crime, uh, it's not just your name that goes in the newspaper. That last name shows up, too, and everybody starts looking up. Uh, do I know that family? Do I know so-and-so? Uh, when the king started acting up, it wasn't just him that suffered, but his children suffered. The people of Israel suffered. If there's no rain on the land, how's the farmer going to make do? If there's no rain on the land, where are the crops are going to grow? Where are the animals going to feast? See, the animals will move up, but how hard are we are that when stuff don't go out, we're just going to stay there anyway. And God let him know this king who would not relinquish his kingdom and go where it's prosperous, realize he's going to stay in Samaria and say, look here, you're going to be judged, and I'm going to let you know. But look here. Then God tells Elijah, I will provide for you. I will provide for those who are faithful. I will provide to those who are obedient. I will provide for those that do what thus saith the Lord. And so you, Eliza, you go eastward and lay down by this brook, and I will provide ravens to come and give you food. Now look how often Eliza ate. He ate in the morning, and he ate in the evening. I, 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 I dare you to check it out and look at the children of Israel when they were going in the wilderness, how they were complaining they didn't have enough to eat. And a lot, God just blessed Elijah and said, I'm going to feed you twice today. You're going to get food in the morning and food in the evening. And whenever you're thirsty, you can drink from the brook. And now look at this. Now, if there's no rain, how's a brook going to stay filled with water? But in the text, did you see Eliza questioning God how he's going to provide for him? He didn't think, well, God will be here. If there's no rain, how long can I stay? He just said, just go, and Elijah just went. See, in the text, in the time, we got to realize that when God says something, we need that. It's not time for you to question and say, is it a good idea, God? It sounds good. I don't, I'm not sure. Just go ahead and just obey. And by him trusting and obeying, we saw that he was taken care of. And then the Lord spoke to him again. And look, when, when did the Lord speak? He spoke when the brook dried up. He spoke when he was in need. He did not speak while everything was well. But as soon as his need was open, God spoke. As soon as the brook dried up, God spoke. It did not say the raven stopped coming. It's as soon as the water that was going to sustain him was done. He says, now I will bring you to another place. Do you, am I talking to somebody here? Many times in our lives, we, we okay as things are going well. But when the needs start coming up in our lives, we think God is not talking. But just sit still and be quiet long enough to hear what God is trying to tell you. So Elijah heard a word from God. Told him to go to a strange land. Once again, he went out of Israel to go to Sidon. And I point that out because Sidon is where Baal came from. That's the region of idol gods. And God is sending Elijah from his faithful people to some unfaithful people. But say, I've got someone there faithful that's going to take care of you. The faith of the widow. Can I deal with that for a moment? Uh, this widow, we don't know her name, uh, but yet God used her to provide for a prophet. Uh, 
This widow, we don't know her name, but God spoke to her through his holy word. said, I have already told her to prepare her to take care of you. And look here how she has no idea what she's about to receive, but yet she understands who is the Lord. Because when Elijah shows up there, it says that she was gathering sticks. Now again, she's a widow. She's desolate. She's poor. She's broke down. She has very little to call her own. But yet, I see her still living. Don't give up living. No matter how hard it gets. No matter how low that bank account gets. No, no matter how resources you have or how little you have, if you don't have any, don't. Stop living. This widow is still living her life. She could be, oh, woe is me. Stayed in her house and full of depression and just giving up on life. But no, she is still going out gathering sticks so she can continue to make whatever she has left for her child. How do we know that? Because that's what she said. And look at this, that while she's out gathering sticks, it says Elijah comes to the gate. And when he comes to the gate, he asks this widow, can I have something to drink? And look how she's being hospitable. In her time of depravity, in her time of being poor, in her time of suffering, just trying to make it, he, she takes and humbles herself and serves him. Many times in our lives, we get so caught up with our own problems, we don't try to help somebody else out. We get so woe is me, we don't think how I can bless somebody else with what I do have. Uh, she, 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 she was able to get him some water because that was a public facility. She could have told the water right over there, go help yourself. But no, she had a humbling heart that she says, you know what? I will humbly serve you because you're in my town. Some of us forget to ask people. They want something to drink when they come up in your house. Somebody show up in your house, you don't offer them nothing. You, you hope they don't ask for anything. Some of you watch your watch and say, I'm about to eat and you need to get up out of here because you're not going to get what I had. But yet she did not say anything. She says, I'm busy picking up sticks. I'm busy getting prepared to take care of my child. But she went and received the water for Eliza. Then Eliza got a little greedy. If you will. He said, by the way, fetch me some bread. Wait a minute. <laughs> I don't have enough. But he said, the Lord says to me, did he not say that? Thus say the Lord, as long as there's no rain, neither will your barrel run empty. Look at this now. This faith of this widow saying that as surely as the Lord you serve, I don't have enough. But he says, but thus saith the Lord, you will have enough you see in this faith of this widow who's living in a foreign land, she confesses Yahweh as God. Because when they say Lord, that's his common, that's his proper name. That, that's, that's just not a generic name. But Yahweh is the name God gave to the Israelites so they know who to call on. So they didn't say Baal is God. They say Yahweh, uh, Adonai, the Lord is God. And she says, your Lord who is God, as long as he serves, I don't have enough. But he says, but thus say it, the Lord. You see, when even God can use people that you might think are unusable, God can call the ones you have chosen to neglect and reject. 
God can raise up those who you thought had nothing in them and nothing to offer you. But look what this widow has. This one who is at the lowest economic chain in her community. She's not even accepted in the Israelite community. But God sent Israelite's prophet all the way to north to Sidon to meet a widow that had nothing, barely in her cupboard. But you have the Lord can provide. Tell somebody he can provide. Tell somebody he can provide. And you see the faith of this widow that she went ahead and prepared. And it came out true that she always had food in there. And I want you to look at you as you further on read this text that how long it went without rain. Three years. That hit somebody real deep, didn't it? She was ready to die. She was ready to eat all that she had and says, there's nothing more for me. I'm ready to die. But God extended her life at least three years. We find out that as long as he stayed there, she had food on the table. She did not give up on living. She still was living. She was still providing for her child. Not even that. She even took the time to humbly serve God's prophet. And not even that. She even confessed him as Lord God. And, and she realized that if your Lord say so, I will believe. So she faithfully just did. Look what she did. That she trusted what Eliza said. Thus saith the Lord. But yet we see God's king, Ahab, not trusting. Thus saith the Lord. What's that I'm trying to say? I'm trying to say that some of y'all get so high and mighty. Y'all think y'all know the word of God better than everybody else. That you're not able to hear what thus saith the Lord. But Lord can go get your Sunday school student and teach the teacher. We need to come real here now. Because Jezebel thought Ahab the king had authority. But she did not understand through God the prophets had authority over the kings. And just as in the church, we oftentimes, by, by default, we look at the past like he has all authority, but forget that Christ is the head of the church. And so when we put stuff in proper order, we understand that I have nothing to worry about. I just trust what you say. This widow realized that your Lord say so, so I trust what you say. Elijah realized, God, I'm going to go, so I trust what you say. But Ahab has some problem that he'd rather trust his wife than what the Lord says. And you can see the problem that happens when you want to trust man over God's word. You can see the problems that come when you want to trust your own resources over what God can provide. Because she realized that she did not have enough to take care of Elijah. But when God spoke, it's amazing how little becomes much. How one dollar can last a month. How $10 can last you six months. $20. Oh boy, you almost made it to the end of the year. <laughs> but then you got a, a quarter that came in and you was right on time. It's amazing how it's just a little bit amount we need just to sustain us, but we want so much more. But we're looking at this widow whose name we do not know, but, but who's not listed in Hebrews as the ones of walks of faith. But her faith kept a prophet from losing his mind. But her faith kept a prophet with shelter and food through this dry season. Her faith made her available 
to be used by God. Where are you with your faith? Have you made yourself available to be used by God? You might see yourself just as it's would, and I hope you do. Don't look at yourself very much. Don't think yourself better than you ought to, but look and say, God, how can I be used by you? It's not by my titles, not by my status. It's not by my car. It's not the neighborhood I live in. It's not what I do, but Lord, it's what I do for you. How? Can I serve you? Lord, I realize there's some people hurting here. How can I serve you? Lord, I realize I don't have much, but God, I'm serving you. You go on the whole world. And so, Lord, with what you have for me to use, how can I use it? Look what the widow used. She just used what she had. She didn't have to go out too far to look. She just went back to her house and said, Lord, it's going to bless this house. Did it not say the Lord blessed the house while Elijah was there? I'm trying to say, I'm not trying to lift up Elijah, but I want to lift up the name of Jesus. And when I think about Jesus, Jesus says, Behold, I stand at your door knocking, and he's waiting for you to open up so he can come and live with you. Am I talking to somebody here? And when you let Jesus live in your heart, you let the Holy Spirit guide and direct you. It's amazing how what little you have becomes so much more. It's amazing how when you realize you had not, you realize how much more you have through Jesus. I may not have a big mansion to call home on this time of life, but one of these days... When he comes back, uh, I got a home uh, over in glory. I, I may not have uh, everything I want uh, right here, but I have peace uh, knowing uh, that Jesus died uh, on the cross for me. I have peace uh, knowing that his blood uh, was shed for me. Uh, what you're trying to say, Pastor? All I'm trying to say in spite of what my bank account looks like. In spite of my boss telling me I don't have a job no more. In spite I go to my cupboard and it's looking bare. I can say, Lord, give me this day my daily bread. Oh, Lord, my shepherd, I shall not want. Am I talking to somebody here that understands? Yes, the world may not be able to provide for you, but I know someone. I know someone that can provide where nobody else can, uh, that can do uh, the miraculous, uh, that can extend uh, a loaf of bread uh, to last me uh, three years. Uh. Oh, I can see a God that can take me in the dry times of my life and, and lay me down by a brook and bring some birds uh, to feed me in the morning and at night uh, to, ooh, glory be God, bless his holy name, to the rising of the sun, to a going down of the same. His name should be praised. He's a good God. Tell somebody, he's a good God. A good God from Zion. May the Lord bless you real good. But on your way home, you ought to testify how he's been providing for you where you can provide for yourself. You ought to testify while you was on your sick bed. He was the doctor full of some good news. You ought to tell somebody you might have been in trouble, in need of a law. 
Hallelujah. But Jesus, Jesus, I said Jesus was standing right there. I'm so glad he stepped right in at the nick of time while I was lost, while I was blind. Have you been there? But you can call on the name, the name, the matchless name, the name of Jesus. Oh, glory. Just having faith, just like this widow. Oh, your name does not need to be known. But when you know the name of the Lord, you know that name. That name that's above and beyond every other name. That by the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, every tongue shall confess. That name. The name that you can call on and can be saved. That name. Jesus is Lord. And if he can provide for this widow in an unfaithful land with an unfaithful nation. But yet, she called on the name of the Lord. What more can he do for you? He loves his children. All fellow saints, let us call on the name of the Lord. Let us trust in him with all our strength, with all our might. And watch him provide for us. Watch him do just like he said he would. Did he not tell Elijah, thus saith the Lord? And did we not see it come true? Did, it, did, did we see Elijah in hunger and need? Did we see the widow in hunger and in need? Once she allowed the prophet, once she trusted in the Lord, our lives too can change. Will you let Jesus into your heart? Will you let him come and live in you? Will you let him change your life and change your expectancy from trusting in what you can see but trusting in what you do not see? She did not see a full barrel. She saw an empty barrel. But when she went down, it, it never got empty. <laughs> I want you to understand, no matter how low you are, you can always look up. You can always look up. And who's up high? The Lord God Almighty. He's ascended in the throne. Having a faith of a widow is great faith at all. Because that great faith can show you how God can do above and beyond what you could ever ask, think, or imagine. Every head bowed, every eyes closed. Right now, if you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, if you do not know Jesus for the, in the pardon of your sins, we come right now. want to lead you to confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. The Bible says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. All who call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you have not confessed, we want to lead you and celebrate your new birth in Christ with you. We just want to lead you in this prayer. God knows your heart. Just repeat after me saying, dear Lord Jesus. That's right. Dear Lord Jesus. I believe you died on the cross for my sin. And you rose from the grave on the third day. 
and you are now seated at the right hand of the Father. And Jesus, my Lord, I invite you to come into my heart and be my personal Lord and Savior. I thank you, Jesus, for saving me. I thank you, Jesus, for dying for me. I thank you, Jesus, for forgiving me. I thank you for loving me. Still every about every eyes closed. You pray that prayer for the first time. Raise your hand. It's the first time you confess Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior. Raise your hand. God bless. God bless. Father, Lord, we come and thank you that you died on the cross for our sin and you rose from the grave on the third day and is now seated at the right hand of the Father. And Lord, uh, we pray that there's someone here that wants to be part of this local body. That, Father, that Zion will be that place that they can come and grow with us as we grow together. Loving you and serving you and serving one another and reaching out to this community and letting them know that there's a Lord that can change their situation. There's a Lord that can forgive them of all their sin. There's a Lord that promised them a life forevermore. Father, we want to be that place. If there's someone here, Lord, we extend our hands to them. We thank you, Almighty Father, for your awesome direction and your powerful word that is speaking in our lives that we humbly surrender to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Let the church say amen. May we stand and we stand the hand of discipleship.